This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder with another AITA story for you. This one is Am I the Askonaut for kicking my brother and his family out after his son stole my engagement ring? The reason I, 26 male, know is because I literally caught him in my room going through my things, and it's on a frickin' camera. My nephew is nine and has a habit of stealing things. They've gotten in trouble a few times at stores because he'd leave with something in his pockets. Kid's nine? And already a klepto? Whoa. But of course, because he's a kid, they usually just say he forgot he had it. Even at school, my brother has told me they have had to come talk to the principal on a couple of occasions. Doesn't seem like they've done anything to stop it. They had to come stay here with me because my brother lost his job and they weren't going to make it with all their bills, including rent. He's doing Uber right now while he searches for a job and they can move out. I didn't want to because of my nephew specifically, but family is family, I guess. A month ago, I finally bought an engagement ring for my girlfriend that I was planning on proposing to soon, but now I don't know. It's a $4,000 ring that I spent over a year saving up for. It's been hidden in my room under one of my drawers. One time when I found him snooping in my room, I told my brother to control his kid, then got one of those cheap spy cams in my room just in case. Then last week, I noticed it was out of its box. After checking the cam, it showed he was in there again when I wasn't home. My brother and his wife yelled, at him. He says he left it by the TV in the guest room, but it's not there. They look through all of their stuff and his too. I know for a fact he's lying about not having it because that's the same thing he said about one of my watches he took, then ended up finding it. By the second day, my brother tells me they can't find it at all. And I told him either they find the ring or he repays me the 4K I spent on it. If not, they can't stay here anymore. My brother got really upset. He told me I know how their situation is right now. And yeah, it's a tough spot, but I couldn't ignore the fact that his kid, who he can't parent, took something extremely important to me that cost a lot of time and money. They were given a week to leave my house if they didn't find the ring. They're having to stay at a cheap motel, but my brother won't stop begging me to come back because what they're paying right now each night is coming directly out of their savings. He won't stop calling me heartless about letting something like this come between helping them out through a difficult time, and my nephew keeps saying he's sorry. It's just hard now to want them around. Don't even know what to do about the ring, and every time I think about it, it just makes me so mad that it's hard to care about their situation. Does that make me an asshole? I mean, what would you do? What would you do in this situation? Because it's a nine-year-old kid. And if he's done this before, he's obviously got a habit. He's got a streak. And yet it all falls to the parents. Ultimately, if your kid steals something who's a minor, it's coming back to you. If your kid destroys something, you're going to be liable for it. So what do you do in this instance? If they were getting kicked out and the kid knew where it was, you would think, you would think that the kid would be like, oh, it's here. 
but he just let it happen. He let them get kicked out to a motel. And I understand where OP is coming from here because it's sus. Like the kid's behavior pattern lends to him being the prime suspect. And there's video footage of him being in the room when he shouldn't have been. They know he was touching the ring. So either he misplaced it somewhere or he took it and just doesn't want to fess up about where it is. Either way, it's because he was messing with it that it is now gone. And it is a big enough deal that OP said either come up with the ring or you guys have to get out and i get it because what's next kid went straight for the throat by coming for this tiny most expensive thing he could find what's next what's the next thing he's going to take if you can't trust the kid there then you can't have the kid there And it does come back to the parents. And I feel bad for the parents. I feel really bad for them. They're having a hard time right now. But that doesn't mean that it's OP's fault. That doesn't mean that OP has to be punished for it. Doesn't mean that OP has to get all of his shit stolen for it and just be like, well, he's a kid, I guess. And you guys are going through hard times. So I guess I'm going to lose everything. And that's family. The initial question here is, am I the asshole for kicking my brother and his family out after his son stole my engagement ring? Personally, I'm sitting on NTA here. And there may be a lot of people who disagree with me here because, you know, the parents are going through a hard time and they do need a place to stay, but they also have to parent their kids. And if their kid is stealing shit, and if this wasn't a surprise to anybody, then they have to get that under control. It's not an excuse for them to not parent their kid. It's not an excuse for the kid to be able to steal shit and that be okay. It is not an excuse for OP to just take it in the shorts every time that something bad happens in their life. He shouldn't get punished for this as well. He was already doing something for them and he received additional pain for it. And that's when he said, no mas. I get it. It is harsh, but I get it because the alternative path is he lets them stay and this kind of shit just keeps happening, which is unacceptable. It's not like you can just kick the nine-year-old out, call the cops on the nine-year-old. The kid needs consequences. I mean, them getting kicked out to a motel, is that is that them getting consequences? They may not have control over this. However, does that mean that OP has to deal with it? Does that mean that he just has to get his shit stolen and then that's okay because they can't control it? I don't think so. I, I don't think that that means that they have to take it. It is tough as a parent to accept, but you are responsible for the shitty actions of your kids. Because it's your job to be. And they're going to have to get this under control. Otherwise, no one's ever going to let them stay with him. No one. Ever. He shouldn't have been messing with it in the first place. Seems like he's got a little bit of a klepto problem going on. It is a habit. And OP says here it doesn't sound like they've done anything to try to correct this or fix it. So, yeah, it's a problem. Hopefully, he recovered his ring. And here's the update. So many of you have asked nonstop for an update. Sorry it took me a while to log back on, but lots of stuff has been going on. Yes, I found the ring. It was a stressful day doing a deeper search in my house, trying to think like my nephew and looking in places where I think he'd hide something if he really didn't want it to be found. And the decision was if it really wasn't found and my brother wasn't able to get him to talk or they wouldn't be able to pay back what I'm owed, then the police would get involved. He did beg me not to, but I told him, then you better pray. I find it or you come up with the money to pay me for it. Guess both of our prayers worked because guess where I found it? In the freaking sink. The sink! And that's thanks to the comments who told me to look in those places. I don't know what I would have done otherwise. It was the sink that was in their guest room. I'm glad he didn't just throw it away. You guys don't know how freaking relieved I was to find it. Took some work to remove the P-trap under the sink to get it out, but I was just so happy to find it. Same night, my girlfriend, fiance, 
wink, got back, I proposed to her, and she said yes. After a nice romantic dinner, just the two of us at home, the plan was to wait, but right after all this shit, I thought, F it, I'm proposing ASAP before anything else happens. Laughing, crying emojis. After my brother heard about me finding the ring, he thought this meant they could come back. I said no. He wanted to argue about this again. I told him he was lucky I haven't gone to the cops since there was already video evidence of his son taking the ring and there's no way I'm letting them back in when my nephew wouldn't even say what he did to the ring. I talked with my nephew myself after I found the ring, but he just said he didn't want to tell anyone because then I'd be mad at him for hiding it. Honestly, I just don't have the energy for them anymore. His problem is their problem and hopefully they get him help before it's too late. Only thing important to me is my fiance and I starting our lives and planning our wedding. Thank you, Reddit, for your help. Seriously, you guys were my lifesavers. Edited to add, I just received this news after already submitting my post for approval and just wanted to add because I'm so happy, but girlfriend also informed me she's pregnant. She found out while she was on her road trip and was waiting for a good time to tell me. Not related to the post, but I don't care. I'm gonna be a dad. Congrats to OP Double congrats double congrats found the ring is gonna be a proud papa she said yes all good things here so with this new update here brother was like oh you found it we can come back right in this update the kid never fesses up until he's already found the ring and he's like i found it and then the kid was like oh i just didn't want to make you mad about me hiding it okay that's better i mean he's nine but what kind of shit does a nine-year-old have to go through to get to this point and again, NTA for not letting them come back because he would have to be willing to go through this again and again and again and again because the parents haven't done anything about it. Get it under control. Then you give yourself more options. Woof. Hey, it's Dusty Thunder again with another AITA story for you. This one is Am I the Astronaut for Kidnapping My Baby, Causing My Husband to Have a Panic Attack. I, 29 female, recently started working again after having a daughter for four months. Daycare is too expensive, so my husband, 35 male, reluctantly agreed to stay home. It's important to know that he's been unemployed since 2021. He receives benefits. It's also important to know that he's extremely lazy. He doesn't cook, clean, or help out in any way. Well, we'll just go ahead and give him one of these right here then. I was nervous about leaving her home with her father, but I had no choice. When I came back from work, she was clean and sleeping. The next few times I came home, he was either playing with her, feeding her, or out for a walk with her. I was happy. A few days ago, my neighbor told me that as soon as I leave, the baby cries, and she cries for hours. My neighbor said that she knocked on our door, and he finally answered it. He was sleeping. I concluded that he sleeps all day, and right before I come home, he pretends to care for her. I decided to take the day off of work, so I left home at my regular time, waited 30 minutes, and then went home. Sure enough, he was knocked out asleep with his stupid noise-canceling headphones on. I went to my daughter's room, scooped her up, and took her to my friend's house. I waited about two hours, and I finally called him to tell him that I was coming home early. He called me back, saying that he can't find the baby. He told me that he was going to call the police, but before he did, I told him what I did. He called me an asshole, and a lot of other words, too. When I got home, his mother was there, calming his nerves, because he had a panic attack. She also called me an asshole. My husband decided to sleep at her house. Family members are telling me that I'm a terrible person. I know 
know that it was extreme, but I don't know if I would consider myself to be an asshole. Am I the astronaut for kidnapping my own baby, causing my husband to have a panic attack? So let me get this straight. I'm going to look at intent of actions. Your actions were made to, number one, prove a point. Number two, protect your child. His actions were completely selfish and completely disregarded the well-being of his own effing child. He goes straight to ask on one, no questions asked. What the hell, man? Sleeps all day when he's supposed to be taking care of a four-month-old baby, a four-month-old baby, and puts noise-canceling headphones on, not like a story we've read before where the guy had sensory issues and he puts noise-reducing headphones on, he can still hear his baby cry, and he does it while he's holding her, rocking her, just so he doesn't lose his mind. It's, it does, it's no detriment. This guy uses it so he can ignore his kid and just sleep all day while his kid screams for eight hours or seven hours. I'm pissed. I understand OP's concern for, you know, leaving her kid home with him because he's apparently a worthless piece of shit. I don't care if you don't have a damn job. You have a kid. And if your job at that time is to care for that child, do your damn job. More than that, take care of your own effing child. You know how many dads out here would love the opportunity to stay home and take care of our kids, even if it was just for a couple of days? This guy gets the opportunity to be a part of his child's upbringing and either just doesn't know how to do it and defaults to just sleeping through it or chooses to just sleep and ignore it. His baby be damned. This is neglect and uh, I foresee a divorce in their future. I foresee a custody arrangement where he doesn't get to spend a lot of time with his kid and the time that he does spend is supervised because he's proven himself incapable of being a father. Now, OP in this case had options, had the option of waking his ass up right then, ripping him a new one, and then it would be all his fault. She chose to make a larger statement because he needed to feel the pain. Pain creates change, right? I don't know that this guy's going to change at all. What's the first thing he did? He called his mommy who came over to calm his nerves because he was having a freaking panic attack <sighs> for being completely unable to own his actions and calling mommy. He's going there again. He's taking a second trip to ask on one within the same story because this guy is incapable, incapable of accountability, period. Do not leave your child with this person. It's never going to happen again. I can tell you that much. If it's bad enough for the neighbor to call, that's pretty freaking bad. That's mm, just complete neglect until the very end of the day. Now, you would think if it was an all day thing, he's got to be waking up a couple of times to change a diaper or something. Otherwise, there'd be a diaper rash bad enough that mom would notice at night. So he's got something figured out where he's at least making it passable, but that doesn't make it okay at all. He's an extreme ass on one. OP did have options here and could have not done what she did, but I completely agree with the course of action that she took. Completely agree with it. He needed to feel the pain. The pain that he felt isn't nearly the pain that he should feel. It's not nearly the pain that is applicable for, for the crime that he's committed here. He's going to feel that later though. He's going to be such a small part of his child's life now because of these actions and that's what he deserves. And maybe that pain will create some change, but he's dug himself a hole that's going to be hard to get out of and mama's not going to be able to save him from this one. I mean, it's probably depression induced if he's unemployed and he's getting benefits and you know, he reluctantly said he would stay home. He didn't even want to do it in the first place. So I'm sure it's depression induced where he's just sleeping all day because it's 
just, he feels like that's the only thing he has left. He's just dreading life right now and all I can do is sleep through it. I don't give a shit. You've got a four month old kid who's relying on you to survive right now. Take that fucking job seriously. I don't even care if, if you don't enjoy it. If you're not going to step up and enjoy it like you should, how so many fathers would love to at least check the bare freaking minimum boxes and do the job like you were a babysitter. But he's not even doing that. He's just flunking at everything. Not even getting a 50%. He scores a zero. It's terrible. And now I'm pissed off. She's there because he had a panic attack. She's trying to calm his nerves. I'm sure she took good care or at least decent care of him. He's still here. I mean, just think about the the trauma that a four-month-old goes through of sitting there and crying. Can't even think about it. It just pisses me off. Candy Thunder knows these kinds of stories piss me off. But with Reddit going through what it's going through today, uh, we, we, we called in some backup stories here. So NTA for OP here. There were other options available, but I 100% agree with this course of action. And he's pissed off because he says she's the asshole for doing this to him, but is nowhere near the amount of pain that he should be feeling. Nowhere near it. And if anything, he's just deflecting this and trying to victimize himself now because he knows that he's screwed and he's busted. Well, this isn't going to get you out of it, boy. It's not going to get you out of it. And ultimately, you're going to end up feeling a lifetime of punishment for this because it's going to completely damage the relationship that you get to have with your kid for life. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another AITA story for you. This one is, am I the astronaut for posting videos of my niece and nephew misbehaving in response to my sister's complaints that I did not want them at my birthday dinner? My sister Angel claims to use hands-off parenting with my niece Sophia and nephew Parker. In actuality, Angel is entirely permissive and refuses to discipline them. She expects other adults to step in when Sophia and Parker's behavior is getting out of hand. For this reason, I asked Angel to get a babysitter for Sophia and Parker if she wanted to attend my 27th birthday. I love Sophia and Parker as their aunt. And at the same time, I want a peaceful evening to celebrate my birthday instead of dealing with Sophia and Parker's behavior because I know Angel isn't going to discipline them herself. Angel acted understanding when I made this request and explained my reasons to her in person. But then she went online and made a Facebook post accusing me of hating Sophia and Parker and trying to punish Angel by only inviting her sister Jessica's kid Megan to my birthday dinner. Never mind that Megan is 17 and is practically an adult herself. <sighs> Gotta love it. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Oh, no, that's fine. I get it. Trust me. I got to deal with them little demons every day, all day. I get it. It is okay, girl. Facebook. She hates my kids. What an awful person. Several of her relatives and mutual acquaintances called me out and said I was an asshole and was excluding a 10 and 7 year old. I responded to Angel's post by sharing two videos of Sophia and Parker misbehaving while Angel did nothing. The first video was a recording taken by Megan where Sophia and Parker were throwing tantrums and yelling at her. Megan was trying to calm Sophia and Parker down while Angel was on her tablet ignoring the situation. The other video was one that Angel took. Sophia and Parker were yelling, throwing toys at each other, and Parker even called his sister a bad word. Angel was laughing, as if it were funny, and was doing nothing to discipline Sophia or Parker. 
I wrote alongside the videos that I love Sophia and Parker as their aunt. But at the same time, I want a peaceful evening to celebrate my birthday. And I don't want to be stuck disciplining Sophia and Parker because clearly Angel won't. Angel ended up not coming to my birthday at all. Shocking. My parents told me that I was in the wrong for sharing those videos because everyone's children have acted up and posting those videos didn't accomplish anything besides embarrassing Angel. That's accomplishing something. They also said I could have compromised by having a nobody under 18 rule for my birthday dinner. Megan would not be able to attend, but then Sophia and Parker wouldn't feel excluded. How about nobody under 17? Why wasn't that an option? I do not see how that would be fair to myself or Megan. Am I the astronaut for not wanting to make compromises for my own damn birthday dinner? Edit, hello, I wanted to clarify some common concerns about the videos. Firstly, both me and Angel's Facebooks are private, so the only people who are able to view the videos are people who either... I or Angel have added as friends. A stranger will not be able to see them. I didn't even think about that, but that's a damn good point. Angel had already posted the video that she recorded of Sophia and Parker misbehaving, so I merely linked it. Megan had already posted the video that she recorded just on a different social media platform. I am uncertain if Megan's social media is private, but no strangers will be able to view the videos from my and Angel's Facebook accounts. So, it is Am I the Asconaut for posting videos of my niece and nephew misbehaving in response to my sister's complaints that I did not want them at my birthday dinner. I mean, the mom made it public. So she victimized herself after acting like she was going to be understanding about everything and then went to Facebook to publicly or at least privately within her network of friends, victimize herself and villainize OP in this case. So OP in this case had every right to defend herself. And in this case, brought receipts. She had evidence, and it wasn't evidence that had not already been posted. I'm glad the whole both of their accounts are private thing was brought up, because honestly, I didn't think about that at first, but it is a huge deal. If it was a public thing, yes, it would not be cool at all to post videos of other people's kids. Not cool, but it's private. They share networks. So she was posting it in response to her post. So it's like, hey, I mean, if you're going to lie and you know that we're connected, you're going to expect me to just not say anything about it and also not provide proof that I'm not wrong and my feelings are justified here. It's not about hating them. It's about this kind of behavior. And in both of these instances on the videos, she's doing nothing, doing nothing to stop it. She's like, I don't want this to happen at my birthday. I think I'm allowed that. She didn't have to post the videos. She could have just explained it and said the same thing. And it would have accomplished the same thing, right? It would have accomplished the same embarrassment by saying, look, you don't discipline your kids on numerous occasions. I've watched them throwing shit at each other while you just sit there on a tablet or just laugh and do nothing to address the situation. And that's the thing that I don't want to happen. Would that have been less embarrassing to her than posting? the videos? Maybe, but the videos were effective and also pain creates change, right? In this case, she got exposed. And of course, we've talked about this several times. Of course, people don't like getting exposed. Of course, they're going to further victimize themselves when they do get exposed. Of course, they're going to lash out whenever it happens because nobody likes to get exposed, especially on social as a clapback to some bullshit lie that they posted. Not the asshole. If it had been a public network, it would be a completely different situation, but it was a private network. And it was in response to the lie that Angel posted. She was just providing receipts. And if Angel hadn't done this post and hadn't been there bad-mouthing OP, I'm sure the OP wouldn't have done a damn thing. But she was directly attacking her character, so she had every right to defend herself. And brought receipts. Hell yeah. I mean, this is common. This is... 
more and more common where you see kids just running the show here. And I mean, Navy Thunder, they call it the terrible twos for a reason. She's two now and it's like a switch flipped when she's two and you know, her vocabulary is taken off, but also you see this, this attitude really start growing too. But the difference is that, you know, Candy Thunder and I are recognizing it and we're like, okay, these are things that we need to go ahead and start addressing right now. And she's two, she doesn't get it, but we have to teach her. And those are things that we've already discussed and planned and are working on. So as you as parents see things that aren't okay, it's our jobs to address those and teach them differently. In this case, she's just not teaching them at all and just hoping that teachers do it, which we see a lot happen. People just rely on teachers to raise their kids and show them right and wrong. That's not okay. Also, what happens in summer, just all hell breaks loose and also relying on other family members to raise their kids, to discipline them, to show them right and wrong. It's not okay. It does not work. You have to provide some structure for them. Otherwise, it is absolute mayhem all the time. Toddlers are interesting creatures and it's hilarious just to see how kid gets naturally. And I'm sure a lot of it comes from daycare, but you see you know, kids start to get possessive of toys and they haven't learned that social etiquette yet. You have to teach them what is the nice way to do things because their first instinct is to be like, dis mine, which is something that Navy Thunder says right now, dis mine. That one we need to work on. Toddlers are awesome. I call them Sour Patch Kids because they are just so sweet and immediately so sour. It's just flip-flop, but they're, it's, it's just such an unfiltered, pure response and a really funny thing happened yesterday where Navy Thunder was in the car, sitting in her car seat and we were getting ready to leave and I was playing with her. I was giving her raspberries and um, I put my, my head down on like her knee and she looks right at me and just dead serious look on her face and as clear as possible. And she just turned to remember. So as clear as possible, she looks at me and says, get off. I'm like, whoa. All right, kid. Okay. All right. Fun time over. Good gravy. Okay. Yeah, we went to NTA for OP here. It's a shitty situation and you wish you didn't have to do it, but you have every right to defend yourself, right? She didn't create this content. She wasn't the first person to put it out there. She's just relinking it or bringing it back up. So NTA. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another AITA story for you. This one is, am I the astronaut for canceling all of my stepkids tickets for our family vacation, but my husband and I are still going. Buckle in, it's going to be a long ride. That's what OP says, not me. My female 48 husband, Randall, 50, have been together for 14 years. Randall has four children, two sons, Kyle, 26, Alex, 24, and two daughters, Savannah, 21, and Cassandra, 20. Okay, so all the kids are 20 and up. It's important that y'all know, as we get into this, that the oldest and the youngest are not his, biologically, but he's raised them as if they were. When Randall and I first got together, three of his children were in elementary school, and the oldest was in middle school. They really didn't take to me at first, as they wanted their parents to be together like any child would. I completely understood, and I gave them plenty of time to spend with their father when we were with them. I'd busy myself with shopping or visiting my own family. Eventually, we bonded and began spending time together. I'd do birthdays and holidays big for them, and got to where we would go to do things on our own when my husband had to work, and he's always worked a lot. 
Here's my issue. Over the last several years now, they've adopted this sense of entitlement towards us, but mainly their father. When we go into town to visit, we live five hours away, they'd rarely make the effort to spend any time with us, so we typically end up doing things on our own and then coming back home. Lately, we are of the mindset that we shouldn't have to drop everything and come to them every time anymore, especially when we know that most times they're not going to show up. And they're adults. If they want to see us, they can make a trip to where we live. These days, their phone calls consist of asking for money for gas, groceries, to hang out with friends, or to help fund their trips with their mom. Randall used to send money for everything they would ask for, but now has begun to say no, and to really put his foot down. He's told them that they need to work for the things that they want, and that everything is not always going to be handed to them. Anytime he says no, or that we can't help right now, it's the silent treatment for weeks and sometimes months. We're coming to the part where I'm questioning myself and my decision to cancel their vacation. Early fall 2022, Kyle told us that he and his girlfriend were expecting a baby. We didn't even know that he had a girlfriend, and he doesn't think he wants Randall to be a part of the baby's life because he isn't Kyle's biological father. WTF. The man raised this boy from eight months old and did everything that a father should do, but he's not good enough to be grandpa? But he said he'd let us know. So we proceeded through birthdays and the holidays, and of course, I went all out as per usual. Now, right after the new year, I received a phone call from Kyle asking me if dad and I could help fund their baby shower. It would go towards food, decorations, and the venue. I said yes, and I went ahead and sent him the money, and he told me that in a week or so, he'd give me all the details about the baby shower and to expect the invitation in the mail. About an hour later, Randall calls me and says that Kyle called and asked him if we could help fund their baby shower, and Randall sent him money too. Randall was furious that he took us both for the money, but he left it alone, and we didn't hear from any of the kids after that. Mid-March comes along, and we're visiting with my husband's family when his sister-in-law asked why we didn't go to the baby shower the previous weekend. Um, because we didn't know about it. We were stunned, to say the least. Then, his sister-in-law dropped another bomb on us. The baby was born the day before the shower. Come to find out, all four kids and their mother agreed to not invite us to the baby shower or to even let us know that the baby was born. They needed just the money. To say that I was livid would be an understatement. I sent Kyle a message a couple of days later and told him that it's one thing to not invite us to the shower, but to not let us know about the baby was heartbreaking. I told him that I'd hoped they'd have a great time and that they were gifted everything that they needed. I congratulated him on the birth of his son and that I hope he's healthy and adored. My husband sent us similar message. We've yet to hear back from him and we're headed into mid-June. So after a conversation between myself and my husband and the fact that I paid for the entire trip on my own, we decided to cancel their tickets for what was supposed to be our family vacation. I got a partial refund for some of the reservations that I had made, but that's okay. I'll take the loss. Last week, we got a call from the other three asking what dates they needed to plan for and what they should pack. And I let them know that I canceled their tickets so they don't need to worry about it after all. They were angry and had some choice words. I honestly feel like it's the best decision we could have made, though. But am I the asshole? The initial question was, am I the astronaut for canceling all of my stepkids' tickets for our family vacation, but my husband and I are still going? Hell no! Hell no! 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 What a bunch of entitled little shitbags. What, 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 what? They're all 20 plus. They're 20, 21, 24, and 26. And just treat this guy like an ATM. And that's it. Literally don't want anything to do with him or OP, his wife here, at all, except for money. And it's one thing to ask them for money. It's another thing entirely to ask them for money to fund an event that you're not only going to not invite them to, but you're just going to completely, intentionally not tell them about 
and not tell them about the baby that was born the day before. These kids need to be cut off completely. I'm talking out of the will. If there's some kind of trust involved out of it, cut off completely. Because dude, you are just an ATM to them. And OP, as much as you want to see this through rose-tinted glasses and want to give it hope, there is no hope for these kids. They have proven that now that they are all willing to screw them over. And not just a little bit, but hard for money. They'll all take the money. They'll all take the free trip, but they are not going to offer any kind of respect in return. And maybe that's kind of how it got to this point. Maybe just always saying yes and never looking to make sure there was some kind of actual value attached to that or not trying to be like present involved instead. I don't know. You guys went to visit and they just never made an effort. No, they're just entitled little shits. And I say little shits, but they're all 20 plus like, ah, this sucks. This sucks. And it would break my heart as a father to be in this position where I found out that a kid who I had taken care of since he was an itty bitty and been a father to was getting ready to have a child and decided not to have me a part of that baby's life because they didn't view me as their father. I wasn't worthy of being a grandpa because I wasn't their bio dad. I get the feeling that Randall's ex may be doing some string pulling here and orchestrating a lot of this bullshit and maybe has coached these kids into viewing him like this, but it doesn't matter. Nothing makes this okay. They're grown ass adults now. They can make their own choices. They know it's wrong and they are still okay with it. These kids are terrible people. OP, you are not the asshole for canceling this trip for them, canceling their tickets, but you guys still go, no, you guys need to go. You guys need to go and get away and just not think about this shit for a while because this would be painful. This stings. As a parent, this would sting and it would sting for a long ass time. And it's going to be tough for him. It's going to be tough for Randall, the dad in this situation, to not help because he wants to help. That was the only connection he had to them before was by supporting them with money. His viewpoint was him supporting them whenever they needed something was him caring. That's not how they took it though. They took it as, he's an ATM, it's money. It doesn't mean that he cares, it doesn't mean that we care, it doesn't mean there's any kind of mutual respect involved at all, he's just our ATM. Damn. Yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, and fly the kids all the way to ASCON 1 here, and it's not, not just the one who had the kid and didn't tell him. It's not just Kyle. Everyone else was involved with this too, everyone else kept it from him, everyone else was okay with it. And then we're like, hey, uh, when's that trip? Yeah, I know you just got screwed over real bad. And uh, yeah, we knew about it. And yeah, we hid it from you. But when are we going on that trip? Randall has to be heartbroken, man. And not just because he's finding out that his kids don't give a shit about him, but that he's finding out that they're all a bunch of greedy little shits. That's got to be really tough for a parent. Nothing here makes this okay. Oof. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another AITA story for you. This one is, am I the astronaut for refusing to let my bridesmaid wear her dead mother's favorite color to my wedding? This doesn't sound complicated at all. I, 31 female, was married to my amazing husband, 34 male, on Friday. The wedding went smoothly apart from one guest dress preference who we'll call Anna. Anna's mother sadly passed away in January of this year. Her mother was the light of her life, and ever since she passed, Anna has been understandably uptight and distant. I have helped Anna throughout her entire grieving time. We had been planning this wedding since December and decided we wanted an ocean-themed wedding. My family and I grew up on the seaside and have always been close to the ocean. I made it extremely clear to all of my bridesmaids that they were to wear blue, a coral pinky color, or pastel green. Everyone agreed and seemed to love my choices. Anna's mother always loved the color dark, vibrant, 
purple. Ever since then, Anna would buy everything purple if there was a purple choice. Anna and me went for lunch a few weeks after the passing to catch up and support her. At the lunch, Anna asked me if she could please wear a purple dress to my wedding. I'm not crazy about themes usually, but since this wedding was themed to support my family's tradition and considering my maid of honor was already going to be wearing a gorgeous pastel blue dress with purple and gold accents, me and my husband, who I decided to call and discuss the idea with him, politely told her that we understand what she's going through, but we really want bridesmaids on theme. To this, she looked hurt and left lunch earlier than expected. I hardly heard from Anna until around four weeks after our lunch, despite my attempts at texting, phoning, and even knocking on her door, but she continued to shut me off. That was until she texted me, what do you think of these dresses? And displayed many different purple dresses and photos. I kindly reminded Anna that she wouldn't be wearing a purple dress to my wedding. Anna was enraged. I tried to tell her that I understand her feelings, but my wedding is my own special day. To this, she blocked me. Anna unblocked me two days later, apologizing for the way she acted. Well, when the wedding rolled around, Anna showed up in a purple dress. <laughs> no one saw this coming. No one. I asked her why she had gone against my wishes and that she either had to change or leave. To this, she told me to stop creating a scene and that I was being dramatic and disrespectful. Anna broke out in a screaming match and called me and my family insensitive, selfish bastards. She was escorted out the door screaming. Once the wedding had ended, I received messages from Anna's family, friends, and even Anna. They were all saying how Anna was going through a lot and that I was being an asshole. So am I the asshole for not just letting Anna wear the damned purple dress? Okay, let me get this straight. You're helping this girl grieve. She's in your bridal party. Wants to wear a dark purple dress to your ocean-themed wedding, which was either like a coral color, like a seafoam green or light blue, right? Okay, so colors are set. She wants to wear a dark purple dress. And you're like, I get it, I understand, but I've consulted with my fiance and it's gonna stick out like a sore thumb. We just can't, we just can't do it. Okay, then blocks her, then sends pictures of purple dresses. <laughs> and then OP says no again, and she's like pissed. I'm like, okay, unblocks and apologizes. How did you not see this coming, OP? How are you not like, she's gonna show up in a purple effing dress? I know she is. Someone be watching in the parking lot for this shit to go down so she doesn't make it inside the building and cause a scene in here because she was banking on you not making a scene at your wedding, which is why she went ahead and did it, which is why she said, stop making a scene scene because she was hoping you wouldn't and hoping that you would just be like well that sucks i guess but here we are the show must go on she wasn't expecting you to kick her out i get it i mean she's going through shit i get it but she chose to just be completely disrespectful to you at your wedding the biggest day of your life she made it about her how does that show appreciation for you helping her through this grieving? How does that show that she respects you as a friend? How does that accomplish anything? It was just her wanting the attention and maybe it is just her still struggling and grieving, but this is how she acts out at your freaking wedding. The person who has been a friend to her and has been helping her through this after you have told her no multiple times. <sighs> Weddings and drama go together like peas and carrots. Not the asshole for not letting her wear the dark purple dress to your light-colored sea-themed wedding. Also not the asshole for kicking her out at your wedding after telling her multiple times that she couldn't wear that dress and she showed up wearing that dress. Not the asshole, not the asshole, not the asshole, not the asshole. When it's your wedding, you can do whatever the F you want. I'm sorry. I understand that you're grieving. I'm not going to let you stick out like a sore thumb at my wedding just because you want the attention. Ain't happening. I am shocked, shocked 
that OP let Anna still be in the wedding after having to tell her multiple times that she's not going to be able to wear the purple dress. And maybe she only left her in the wedding because she was like, she's grieving. I would feel terrible if I kicked her out of the wedding. But then B shows up wearing the dress and she had no choice but to kick her out. I'm just shocked. I'm surprised that she went ahead and left her in the wedding after those multiple times where she bucked against the colors that she was supposed to wear. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised because there, the risk was heightened. You had to know that OP knew that it was a risk. And putting myself in her shoes, I would have been like, maid of honor. You were on dark purple dress watch. If you see that shit, shut it down. Shut it down. The colors that she had available were blue, a coral pinky color, or pastel green. Those were the choices that she had available. She had three choices available and, and could have even, in blue, probably pulled off a more pastel purpley shade and just chose not to. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another AITA story. This one is, am I the astronaut for returning a birthday gift I got for my boyfriend after he insulted me about my colorful past? This happened last night, but my phone is still blowing up. I, female 26, dipped into my savings and got Mike, my boyfriend, 27, a PS5 for his birthday yesterday. He knew he was getting the PS5 because he told me that the PS5 is the only thing he wants. We've been together for four years, so the cost didn't matter. That is, until I found out what he thinks about me. Some background. When I was 18, I was involved with Jake, a guy who I met online. We ended things after three months, and I moved on shortly after with Adam, a guy from work. I found out a couple months later that Jake and Adam were actually really, really close friends, but I didn't know Jake long enough to meet his friend group, so I had no idea. After finding out, I took some time off dating, and two years later, I met my current boyfriend, Mike. I was upfront and honest with Mike about my past and the fact that I was unintentionally involved with friends. He said he understood, and my past didn't bother him. Last night at his party, I showed up at the PS5, and him and his friends were screaming with joy. His best female friend, Jessica, laughed and said, I wish I was a thought so I could afford a PS5 too. I looked at her with an, excuse me, look on my face, and she just said, never mind, and walked away. I confronted my boyfriend about it and he said, and I quote, she's just messing with you. You can't take a joke. So I pushed further as to why this girl is even calling me names to begin with. And he said, well, everyone knows you were a thought before you met me, bro. Uh, I asked him to explain how I was a thought before I met him. And he said, you know, messing with best friends. And for those of you who are old like me, it's a T-H-O-T. And it is what uh, that hoe over there. He then patted me on the shoulder and said that it's okay because I'm not who I was back then. And if he could get over my colorful past and thought mentalities to give me a chance, then I could get over Jessica's comments and give her another chance. Bro, I didn't say anything. I just got up, took the PS5 from the gift table and left. He was pissed. He literally called me like 20 times, but I didn't care. I was so hurt that I took the bow off and took it straight back to the store I got it from. They happily refunded it. I thought that was done, but Mike and all his friends, including Jessica, are berating me for being petty, and they're all saying I brought this on myself by making poor choices. What? I am running out of red flags over here. Yes, they're virtual. Still, I'm running out. I responded to Mike and told him that he deserves better than me, so to find someone who wasn't a thought and to get the PS5 from them because I returned it. He started screaming how I'm the biggest asshole for returning it and how I should be happy he ignored my colorful past. I'm thinking maybe taking it back went too far. Am I the asshole? Update. That's right. There's an update. There's an update. 
Firstly, thank you all for the support. I really appreciate it, and I'm trying my best to respond to each of you. Turns out you guys were right, but we'll get into that. Firstly, I unblocked Mike this morning and called him to talk. After a few hours of arguing, I finally got the truth out of him. He said after I told him about my past, he was fine with it because it happened before him. Then he got curious about who Jake and Adam were. So he went digging on my Facebook friends list and didn't find Jake, but he found Adam. He then condemned me for having an ex on my social media page. I said I don't speak to the majority of the people on my Facebook page, but I wouldn't delete him. I just won't engage. He said that in his eyes, that was a red flag. So he went digging and he found what he was looking for. He saw that Adam was well known and well liked by a lot of women because all of the women liking and commenting on his posts and by the cars and trips he posted prior, he knew that Adam had to be well off. He also admitted to knowing some of the women who were in Adam's comments. He then tried digging into Adam's friend list, but it was hidden. So he asked Jessica to stalk his likes, comments, and posts for a Jake. Sure enough, they found Jake. So that Jake drove an expensive car and came to the conclusion that I only date men with money. Note, Mike doesn't have money, so his entire analysis was dumb. Anyway, I asked him why he didn't just come to me and he confessed that for a while he thought I was interested in Jake and Adam for money because that's what women do. He then said that him and Jessica brought this situation up to his guy friends and they all agreed that this is how the situation went. I was dating Jake. He introduced me to Adam. I found out Adam had more money than Jake. I left Jake to sleep with Adam, then started dating him. I questioned why would I leave Adam if I was with him for money and he said he thought that was a lie and Adam had to be the one to leave me. Ouch. He said that he contemplated breaking up with me over this for months, but as he got to know me, he slowly realized I'm not that kind of person. I told him that he's basically full of shit for dirty my name with his friends, then I asked him why he didn't clear up my name. He said whenever he brought up me, they all dismissed me as a gold digger, thought, a woman who slept with men for money, and here's the kicker, probably still have some of that money saved. They came to the conclusion that I must be with Mike for some ulterior motive, but he was too embarrassed to defend me. He also said that he was embarrassed every time I mentioned a male friend or tagged any guy on social media because they all teased him afterwards. I remembered him asking me not to like any other man's photos on social media and not to tag any guys, but I just thought it's because it made him uncomfortable, not because his friends were silently stalking me. After hearing all of this, I decided to end things with Mike. I told him that he's not a nice person and I can't trust him anymore, especially because he knew I was saving for months to afford the PS5 and he allowed his friends to think that I got my money somewhere else. After ending it, I said, oh, by the way, have you ever slept with Jessica? He said no, but after she found Jake, she suggested that they hook up if he ever needs to get back at me in the future. I asked what she meant by getting back at me, and he said she was certain I would cheat on him with a wealthier man if I found one. He then said he gave me the truth after all these years so I should forgive him and give him another chance but I didn't. I just thanked him for the good times, the memories, and for dirtying my name. Then I hung up and blocked him again. Now, I think I'll take another long break from the dating world. Thanks again, everyone. Whoa! This boy brings Brozo to a whole new level. What kind of dumbass has this worldview to begin with? I'm disgusted by this dude. Disgusted. Because you ended up dating two guys that happened to be friends and didn't know that they were friends. That made you some kind of thought gold digger? Cool. 
That's why you were with him who's broke and, you know, jumping for joy with his bros because you gifted him a PS5. That's why he was looking past your colorful past. And that's why all of his buddies were okay with it too, because you got him a PS5. You undoubtedly got from one of your, you know, rich dudes. This guy sounds super insecure. Definitely a brozo. Definitely a dumbass. The, the question was, am I the asking out for returning a birthday gift I got from my boyfriend after he insulted me about my colorful past? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. And you did the right thing. Cut his ass off and blocked him. Oh, you know what you should do to get back at her? We should hook up. Cool. Well, now you know why she said what she said. She had to take a dig because, yeah, she apparently wants him. This guy sounds like one of the most insecure people on the planet. He's 27. Oh, my God. He's 27. The guy's 27. I mean, granted, I don't feel like I started figuring out who I was until 30, really. I mean, not that I wasn't responsible. He's got a whole lot of growing up to do. And obviously, you can't treat women like that unless it's his friend Jess, who apparently is just okay with it. Very insecure. Needs to do a lot of growing up. Definitely doesn't deserve a lady like you, OP. So definitely doesn't deserve the PS5. Thank goodness his saucy friend made the comment that she made when she made it because that allowed you to pick that PS5 right back up. Had it been the next day, you wouldn't have had that opportunity. So if anything, she saved you the cost of a PS5 and probably a lot more time in this relationship that you were just being taken advantage of, which is just straight freaking garbage. Bye, Felicia. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another AITA story for you. This one is, am I the astronaut for telling my sister's boyfriend the truth about her allergy? My mind is going so many different directions right now. Editing my post to add that I'm not American, a trip to the hospital or seeing a doctor would not cost my sister any money. She wouldn't get a bill for it. Yes, we pay taxes, but we do not get billed directly by the hospital or doctor. Got it. Also, if she was really allergic, she could have gotten an EpiPen under the healthcare system. She doesn't have one, so she had to buy them herself and pretend they were prescribed. That's all like pre-context stuff. My sister and I live in different territories. She lives 4,000 kilometers south of here, so a two-day drive or four and a half hour flight away. We try to have a visit at least once a year. This time she brought her boyfriend to visit. I've never met him in person, only over a video call. She says they're thinking of living together. They stayed in my guest room. On the sixth day of their stay, her boyfriend had a freak out on me because I was preparing a meal for us and he saw I had a food in my kitchen that my sister is allergic to. I put allergic in quotes because she isn't allergic to anything. Her boyfriend thought she was. She's told him she already has a deadly allergy to a certain food. She went so far as to purchase EpiPens and wear a medical bracelet. She had told him stories about almost dying from accidentally or unknowingly eating this food when we were kids. Her boyfriend was angry I had it in my kitchen and did not clean my kitchen and cooking utensils before their visit, which I would have done if my sister was really allergic, but she isn't. She hates it, but she isn't allergic, and to me, there is a big difference. If there was even a chance my sister was allergic, I wouldn't have it in my kitchen. I told her boyfriend the truth, that my sister hates it, but she's not allergic, that she's always hated the food. Now she's furious at me. Note that 
that I had the food item she hates in my kitchen because I like it, but I wasn't putting it in any meal for my sister because I know she hates it. I'm not removing the food from my house just because she hates it, though. She's furious that I told him the truth. She argued with me. Her boyfriend argued with her. The last day and a half of their visit was awkward. From what I got from my sister, she started telling everyone she was allergic when she went to university so she wouldn't have to eat it. I was already in university here, so I didn't know she was telling people this. Our parents were divorced and we lived with mom. Dad lives on the other side of the country, 3,700 kilometers away. We did see him, but mom was the one who did everything for us. Our relationship with dad is better since mom passed. But dad, his wife, and his sister would not know my sister had an allergy and would take her word for it. Her boyfriend has met them as the three of them are my sister's only family besides me. Basically, my sister says I should have gone along with her lie and not told her boyfriend the truth. She says the difference between hating and allergic is small and I shouldn't have told him. She's furious at me. Was I wrong to tell him the truth? So the question is, am I the astronaut for telling my sister's boyfriend the truth about her allergy? This is a first. Never encountered a story like this one. My first thought here is that probably more so as a kid thing, but when kids don't like something, a lot of times that ends up leading to a known allergy. Like Brady, my youngest boy, is allergic to peanut butter. And, you know, we found out because he just didn't like it or he said, you know, it would make his mouth feel funny. And that's when we were like, oh, crap. Kids will start avoiding things that they could have some kind of reaction to. So it could be that she has some kind of allergy to it. But it sounds like they would have tested for that and determined that it is not an official allergy. She's bound to have gone to the doctor and been tested for it because she wants to be allergic to it. So she's probably been tested for it. They found that she wasn't technically allergic to it, but still having a strong dislike. I get it. She did what she did so she wouldn't have to deal with eating it anymore. I wish we knew what it was. We don't know what the food is. And I'm like, is it mushrooms? Is it bananas? What is it? Is it cheese? What is it? She's not responsible for carrying on the lie. I understand why OP's sister did this in the first place because she thought it was easier, but my God, what amount of effort is taken to uphold that lie? She wears a medical bracelet around for this not real allergy just so she won't have to eat this. If we knew what the food or ingredient was, I think that might be easier to talk about here and to either be more understanding or not. But either way, she knew it was a lie and you can't get pissed at someone for not going along with your lie. It's not like she reached out ahead of time. She's like, hey, I know that you know that I'm not allergic. He thinks I'm allergic and this is why. It's not like she reached out ahead of time. She's like, hey, it's just easier this way. Just blah, blah, blah. In which case, OP still wouldn't have any obligation to uphold the lie. But if you want someone to go along with the story, you should probably tell them the story first. In this case, she was just like blindsided with it, with a boyfriend being like, oh my God, what are you doing? She could die instantly. No, bro. She just doesn't like it. No, not the asshole for telling your sister's boyfriend the truth. What if they decide to get married? What if they decide to have kids? Is she going to lie about the kid having an allergy too? Like there are some scary possibilities here that are just not, oh, Okay. Could be a sensitivity that is a dislike, but it's not an allergy. And there is a big difference medically. Risk-wise, if you're going to be in a relationship with someone, like just effing be honest with them. Everyone deserves honesty from you. If you're going to be in a relationship with them, your family deserves honesty from you. Like if you're willing to put on this big charade about this and gypsy rose this thing, like what else are you willing to lie about and commit to the lie at this level for? That's the scary thing for me is like, whoa, if you're willing to commit to this at this level, what else are you willing 
willing to commit to a lie about, and that would scare the shit out of me. I would have to question everything for the rest of our lives together. That's a trust issue. Trust is broken at that point. Just be honest with me. Tell me you don't effing like it, and we'll avoid it because I know you don't like it. It's like Candy Thunder and green pasta. We will avoid it at all costs because she doesn't like it. Not a big deal. Not the asshole at all to tell him the truth. He deserves to know the truth. I'm curious to know if he ended up staying with her. I really want to know what the food was. I don't know why, but it's like I need to know. I need to know if it was something common or if it was something rare. Not that it would change anything. It's just my brain is just like, what was it? Either way, not the asshole. And yeah, if you're willing to commit to a lie that big, I'd have to question everything. Pregnancy would be scary. Everything would be scary. Hey, Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed that content, and if you did, please make sure to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Also, you can find swag and so much more at dusty-thunder.com, and you'll find even more content on all of our platforms. We're on TikTok, YouTube. We now have an official Facebook page that we'll be posting stories to as well. We have podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and so much more. You can see all of our content platforms on Linktree, which is linked in my bio. Engage with us wherever you're enjoying content and do your best to avoid the astronauts today. Thanks again.